Hello, and welcome to the Passionate Gratitude Podcast. I am your host, Amanda Roberts, wife, mother, and follower of Christ. I am a newbie homeschool mom and a serial business owner with a master's degree in social work and a passion for helping others organize their life. Buckle up for a ride into my day-to-day life where I'll be sharing all the things from faith to fitness, crushing goals to homeschooling, wellness to organizing, and everything in between. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. Before we get started on today's episode, I just wanted to give you a quick little plug again for my newest offering with uh, my schedule making and my productivity and time management coaching. So it is called Personalized schedule design. And basically what it is, is all you got to do is um, head to the link on my website to the questionnaire, fill out the questionnaire, then I will contact you. By the way, filling out the questionnaire is free. I will contact you and we will then talk about payment and everything. But at that point, we will schedule our first 30 minute call and then I will make you a personalized schedule that is tailored just for you and your needs and what you need to get done in a day as an entrepreneur and or a mom and just a business owner, right? And then we'll have one more 30-minute call after that where we kind of tie up loose ends and then for 30 days you get access to me uh, with voice messaging through an app called Voxer that is free. So all of that for the low price of 247. So if you're interested, like I said, head to the link on my website called Personalized Schedule Design and I look forward to helping you finally get your ducks in a row when it comes to productivity and organizing. Hi guys, we are back again for another episode of the Passionate Gratitude Podcast. And just to remind you, the podcast name will be changing at the beginning of next season. So that will be sometime in late August, early September of 2022. Um, So just... Just a heads up, you guys. I just want to remind you of that. Um, I am still keeping the new name a secret, although if you've been around here long enough, you can probably guess what it's changing to um, because it is something I talk about like most often. Um, but I am saving it for the actual episode in which I launch the new name. So this is just a reminder that Passionate Gratitude as the name will cease to exist, but the podcast will still be just the same, guys. So just keep that in mind. All right, you guys. Hello. Happy Easter. And Easter was yesterday, but I'm saying happy Easter because I don't know that I said it to all of my listeners yet. And um, just a little just a little fun fact real quick before we start the episode or before we officially start the episode. Easter happens to be my favorite holiday. And I know that's kind of, well, I don't want to say it's odd, but most people will say Christmas is their favorite, or a lot of people say Thanksgiving is their favorite, right? Which both are very great as well, and are a a very close second, I must say. There's even people who think, who like Halloween. I feel like Easter is probably like fourth in line, maybe even, maybe even further down. Maybe some people like like the 4th of July or something better, you know, because it's in the summer. Uh, But I'll just tell you a couple reasons why Easter is my favorite. Number one, um, hello, how about what it represents? (laughs) So as a Christian, um, I think that, you know, the day Jesus paid it all and then was resurrected is, you know, the most important. I mean, I understand he had to be born first. So some people will argue that about um, Christmas. Well, you couldn't have Easter without Christmas, which obviously, yeah, I, I get that. But 
um, you know, he fulfilled his duty here on earth uh, for us to pay for our sins. And it's just like the most amazing thing. And the older I've gotten and um, the stronger of a Christian I've gotten and the more I've learned about it and, you know, just kind of dig into that day um, and to Good Friday too. Um, it just really uh, is just soul shaking for me. And it is just, I just love it. I just love it. And it's hard for me to even (laughs) put into words how much I love it. And I will tell you that I shed tears all weekend, tears of joy, um, tears of mourning, um, even after, you know, knowing that, you know, Jesus's death and just thinking about the um, pain that he that he suffered and endured. And so there was just it's an emotional time, but I'm an emotional person. So that makes sense. And it's just so good. It's just so good. Um, so if you're a Christian, you know what I'm talking about. Um, this whole episode isn't just about that. But I had to just say that quick because I cannot let Easter come and go and not acknowledge it because it's just my favorite. Um, but there's another reason why it's my favorite. And that is because I was born on Easter Sunday. <laughs> um, and obviously Easter is not on the same day every year. Um, as we all know, <laughs> it's a different date every year and it has something to do with the moon. Um, and when the first, it's like, it's like the first full moon after the summer, after the, the spring solstice. Um, so the first day of spring is always on the 21st. Oh my gosh. It's the 20th or 21st. Um, of March. And so then it is the first full moon after that. Um, so this year it happened to be the 17th of April. And I don't think it can be later than the 18th. I don't know. I could be wrong about that. My birthday is April 7th. So, um, that particular year, (laughs) Easter was on April 7th. And you guys will never believe this. It's, this is really uncanny. The only time in my entire life, since the day I was born, that Easter has fallen on my birthday, again, has been on my 11th birthday. That was it. Um, That was the only time, and it hasn't yet. And you guys, I just turned 37 this year. That's a long time. Isn't it just so funny? Um, It'll happen again, I'm sure. But so anyway, it's a significant holiday for me for lots of reasons. Spring is my favorite season. So, um, yeah, Easter's my favorite holiday. But uh, now that that's out of the way, <laughs> just a little fun fact about me. Um, let's talk about what we're going to talk about today. And it is a very interesting topic. I have talked about hustle and hustle culture on this podcast more than one time. Um, I'm sure of it. But I'm not, uh, you know, I don't I don't have the uh, episode names at my fingertips right now, so I can't tell you, but I'm sure hustle is somewhere in the title. And I'm I'm 98% sure that I've, I've probably talked about hustle more than once. And I definitely have at least one um, actual episode, you know, all about hustle. Uh, but I've probably talked a lot about hustle and rest and whatever, and it's sprinkled throughout a lot of episodes. So I want to talk about like a different facet of this today, though, because this is really something that I think needs addressed. Um, and I, I probably mentioned it before, but again, um, it's kind of a, a thin line to toe a little bit. And so I just think that having a nice open discussion about it is important, especially coming from me being a time management and productivity and organizing coach, specialist, whatever you want to call me. Um, 
because I am very often preaching on the significance of rest, relaxation, practicing a Sabbath, practicing taking a day off, vacation, making sure you practice um, daily, uh, you know, a break in your actual day. And I'm always talking about that. I'm always talking about that. You guys know that. Um, And really, that stems from the notion of wanting to get away from hustle culture. It stems from the idea that we are most productive. And to me, it's not an idea. It's a fact um, that we are most productive when we are well rested. We are most productive when we get to take breaks. We are most productive when we um, take time to rest our hearts, our souls, our minds, and our bodies. It is true in fitness, you guys. And it's so funny because I am just learning so much about rest the last couple of years. And honestly, I think it's kind of, it kind of started in 2020 when the world shut down and everybody was kind of forced to rest unless you were, you know, an essential worker, in which case your life was turned upside down in a completely different way. But for most of us, our life just sort of like slow down in just this like kind of amazing way, if I'm being honest. Um, and I was never somebody who liked that slowdown. I'm going to be fully honest with you guys. I have a hard time resting. It is something that I have seriously had to learn and practice because I am wired to go, 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 go. I get bored very easily as well. And I can definitely entertain myself with social media and television and movies. <laughs> like, I have no problem entertaining myself with those things, but I know they're not always the best way to be entertaining myself. So for me, I'm like, okay, well, I will be a better person if I actually work while I'm bored, if I do something kind of productive while I'm bored um, or instead of being bored. And while that's true, we also need to be very careful of this notion of hustle culture and how it can change who we are. So again, 2020 things slowed down and it's when I got to homeschool my boys uh, for the first time, you know, not of a choice of my own. (laughs) Uh, But like I always say, like we laugh about it because we're like the 1% of the world who tried homeschooling, even though, you know, we didn't choose it. It chose us. We tried it and we loved it and we decided to choose it they're on out. You know, I know that was not the norm for most people and I can understand why. But again, it was it was a beautiful thing. So um, it just really we just really slowed down. And I started to just kind of reevaluate. And as I was really. um, I'm sorry, I was having a glitch in my system there. (laughs) Um, But as I was really it, it was slowing me down, my app, my recording app was slowing me down, you guys. Um. As I, as I continue to dig into, you know, the whole time management and productivity facet of my organizing business, which kind of was was kind of more taking place in 2020 as well, um, you know, I just began to really understand the importance of a rest day, just like, again, equating it to fitness. I don't know if you guys know this or not, because I don't know how long you've been here, and I don't talk about this a lot, but I'm actually, I, I love fitness. I'm obsessed with fitness. I work out for about 45 minutes to an hour every morning. Um, I used to six days a week. And then also on Sundays, if I had time, I would do like an ab or like a booty workout. <laughs> like seriously. Um, and then I also walk my dog for at least 
eh, a mile. I mean, anywhere from a half mile to two miles. It just depends on the day and the weather, right? But I do that as well in the afternoon. And that's just, I just again, that's just how I'm wired. I just, I, I don't know. I'm fast and I just want <laughs> <laughs> do things all the time. I'm not saying it's a good way to be, you guys. Um, so anyway, I love fitness. And it didn't take until actually probably only like a year ago that I started to realize that like your body needs rest. Now I am like, this is not my area of expertise. This is not my area of expertise. So don't quote me on anything. But from the research I've done, I, if I can just say this in like the way I understand it, your body will make muscle better and you will be leaner and more fit if you take two days off a week of exercising or more. Also, <coughs> um, same goes for how long you exercise in the day. I still probably exercise too long. You really sh- you really only need to do it 20, 30 minutes um, and maybe also a walk, but usually I'm pushing an hour. Um, and I'm just in such a routine with it and I love fitness so much that I- it's hard for me to go backwards on that. Um, but it's true. Your body will like you better <laughs> and do better Overall, if you give it some rest, the same is true in work, you guys. It is just, it is just true. Okay. The same is true just in your relationships as far as like, and your like home life, as far as taking vacations. It's like a really good example in that way because you can't, you can't like, um, take a break necessarily from your kids or your spouse. I mean, like you can, but a real true break is just like all going on vacation and just taking a break from the house. You know what I mean? And like the duties that are there. Everything does better and thrives if it is given the adequate rest. There is the, there is a reason why God rested on the seventh day. Our heavenly father, who is almighty and perfect and has always been and will always be, rested. Okay? Do you understand the importance? Am am I drilling that into your head enough? The importance of rest. So how does that relate then to hustle and hustle culture? Basically, if you're not taking time to rest every day for a period of time and at least one full day a week, you are falling into hustle culture. And I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news when it comes to that. And you can disagree with me if you want. You cannot like it. And you can also understand this is just my opinion, okay? Um, I don't know that there's like a study that's been done that that's what the, that's the definition of falling victim to hustle culture is, um, you know, not taking breaks. I, I don't, you know, that's not necessarily a definition somewhere, but that's my definition, And when I'm working with my clients, I am making sure they understand that they are getting a day off because we are working towards them learning how to manage their time appropriately and how to maximize their productivity. And the only way that they can do that with me and in my program and what I'm doing to help them is if they rest for a day and if they take a break every day for a certain amount of time. Because I believe that if you're not doing that, you have fallen victim to hustle culture. And hustle culture is a scary and dangerous place to be in. It causes burnout. It causes, it causes relationship failures. It is, I can almost equate it. And this is going to be my like social work side coming out in me. If you, again, if you guys don't know that about me, I am a master's level social worker. That is my degree. And, um, you know, so I spent some time learning about mental health. So to me, 
it is the same as being addict as having an addiction is having an addiction to your work, okay? You know, it is not a made-up term. I mean, it, I guess it kind of is a made-up term. I don't know, a workaholic. I don't know, but it is true. Like, from what I've seen, it is very true. People that get addicted to work is the same as people who are getting addicted to other substances or to sex or to all sorts of things. It's not just alcohol and drugs you can be addicted to. Um, you can be addicted to many things, Um many very dangerous things. And oftentimes, you know, we, it, it's our human nature to be like, well, work is a great thing to be addicted to. I'm making money. I'm successful. Like, why wouldn't I want to be addicted to work? If anything, why not be addicted to work? Okay, well, I can see your point. But at the same time, addiction is bad and wrong and detrimental and devastating in any circumstance. It will end badly. I'm here to tell you right now, it will end badly, okay? So recognize that and just understand that there are things you can do to break free of that addiction and to not feel like you have to work all day every day and not take breaks in order to be successful. Because again, I am telling you, you will maximize your productivity if you take breaks, so you're probably like thinking, well, how? And I've talked about this before um, in other you know, podcasts. So I'm not going to like spend forever. But a few examples are, number one, you will burn out. I don't care if you love your job more than anything in the world. I'm here to tell you I love my job. Like I would not want to do anything else. I'm not even kidding. I love my job. But I have experienced burnout especially in helping people in their homes. When I when I was really a lot more active doing the professional organizing in people's homes, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. There were like only a couple little tiny things that bothered me about that. But I still got burnt out because I was doing it too much. And I wasn't learning how to take the rest on and to say no to certain clients and, and to just... <sighs> not become addicted to it, right? So you will get burnout. I don't care how much you love your job. I don't care how much it's your dream job. You're going to get burnt out. And you know what happens when you get burnt out? You're no longer productive at all. You are going to spiral into, you know, God knows what. I, I don't know, but it's not going to be good. The other thing that, you know, prioritizing work or being addicted to work will do is it will hurt your relationships. If you're already a single person and, you know, you don't have a relationship, but you're a workaholic, did you ever think about the fact that maybe that's why you don't have a relationship? Because you prioritize work over everything else, even over relationships? If you are, you know, a middle-aged, am I middle-aged? Okay, if you're a young-ish slash middle-aged mom like me, <laughs> I don't know. Um, you know, same thing, like, especially as an entrepreneur, especially as a business owner, you guys, oh my gosh, like, especially because we fall victim so easily to having access to work all the time from our phones, from our computers, we're here at home, so, like, we work at home, so, most of the time, so, like, when we're at home in the evenings, when it's not work hours, we can easily fall victim to just start working because that's just what we do all day long, especially in my case where, like, I'm always here with my boys, so I have to really fit it into my day. And so I can fall victim to fitting it into my day all day long, even after I should be done, quote unquote, working for the day. So the bottom line is, you guys, like you've got to be finding time to 
to shut that off or your relationships are going to suffer. They just are. Like, I, I don't know what to say. I, I don't, <laughs> I'm sorry if I'm coming off harsh, but it is true. Your relationships are going to suffer. I have experienced it. Like I said, I have a very, um, my personality is wired to be kind of like the workaholic type or the hustler type. And so, and as a business owner, like I definitely have been there in the past and, you know, my husband and I had very long talks about this and he's probably one of the reasons that like why I opened my eyes more to it. Like I'm here to tell you guys, it's not good. It's toxic. It's not, it's not godly and it's going to hurt your relationships and it's going to hurt yourself and you're going to burn out. So, uh, like I said, I've talked about that at length before. I want to move on to another kind of like section, if you will, (laughs) of this particular subject. And that is, well, what is the difference then between hustle culture and hustle? Because I don't want people to get confused. Hustle is a good thing. Hustle is necessary, especially as a business owner. Hustle is something that helps us keep going. And again, as someone who is teaching how to maximize productivity, it's important that people understand hustle and understand how to hustle and understand what that looks like and to practice hustle. So there's a big difference between hustle and hustle culture. And I don't, I mean, this, again, this is just my definition, you guys, okay? So there might be a whole nother person talking about this in some different way, but the bottom line is hustle culture is the culture surrounding the addiction of hustle and the addiction to your job and your work and prioritizing your job and your work over everything else in your life. Hustle is just simply what hustle means. It means working hard. It means being consistent. It means being consistently motivated, showing up every day despite the haters that come for you online. Um, It's having confidence in yourself and what you're doing as a business owner and wanting to share that gift, wanting to share the gift that God gave you to help the world in whichever way you're doing that in your business. It's recognizing it, it's keeping that confidence and it's keeping the steadfastness of moving forward day in, day out and showing up, doing what you say you're gonna do, including resting, (laughs) right? Hustling is doing what you, hustling is doing what you say you're going to do, including taking that break, okay? Hustling is holding yourself accountable, right? (laughs) Setting goals and deciding that you're reaching that no matter what. Being non-negotiable about your goals. Being non-negotiable about those five daily tasks that you are trying to create as habit and then creating them as habit. Hustle is setting big goals, you know, for your business and doing the little steps it takes to get there, you know, to meet those goals, Hustle is not hustle culture. (laughs) Hustle is working hard and hard work. That is hustle. And so often I am seeing, now that we're seeing a swing in the opposite direction from hustle culture and enough people are speaking out about the toxicity of hustle culture, now we're seeing the door swing the other way and people are making excuses for being lazy. And they're not understanding that there is a big difference between hustle and hustle culture. And they're not learning that difference. They're not understanding that difference. And they're not towing that line the way they need to. 
And that is now the problem that I think we're seeing. And it's something that, you know, is tough. It's tough, guys. I mean, I'm not I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's tough knowing the difference and being able to be like, okay, I need to work really hard, but I need to make sure I'm resting. And especially for someone like me, if you are like me and you have fallen victim to hustle culture in the past or you're like me and you, you know, you get bored easily or whatever I said, like at the beginning of this um, podcast, I will find it hard even taking my daily break that's only about 30, 45 minutes, maybe an hour, depending on the day and what else I have to do, and just having my coffee and just sitting still. Like, I will have, like, I have trouble sometimes <laughs> thinking to myself, okay, am I just being lazy now? <laughs> like, am I borderline on the lazy? And, or like this past weekend when, like, I didn't post a reel on Friday on Instagram. And I was like, all I was posting on Instagram all weekend was just fun things about my Easter weekend. There was nothing business related at all. And I think to myself, oh, this is like a long break. I'm having three full days of not like giving out content. Um, Am I being lazy or <laughs> no, I'm not being lazy. That's called a break. That's a break over a vacation or over a holiday, you know? And so it is hard to kind of like toe that line and to know which is which and to make sure that you are still hustling hard in your business, showing up, being consistent and working hard and not falling victim to becoming addicted to your work and prioritizing it over everyone and everything else in your life. So that's my word today for you, the difference between hustle culture and hustle. And I really hope that this was helpful for you. Um, it's something that I'm, I am... I'm passionate. I'm passionate about this, you guys. You know how passionate I am about, um, you know, making sure that we rest for our productivity. Um, But this is just as important. And it's just as important to understand what the hard work and hustle that's good looks like. So hopefully I will um, spend some time continuing uh, to bring you some messages like this. Um, But like I said, I hope it was helpful for you. Um, If you know somebody, it'd be even more helpful for share. You guys, write a review. I would love to see a review from you, even if it's like five words, like a quick review. Um, It helps get the podcast out there. You guys know that like I don't advertise on here or anything. So the best way to get the word out is just to leave reviews and to share with other people. So I always really appreciate that. Um, And again, I really hope that this was helpful and you enjoyed it. And I enjoyed bringing you this message today. So as I always say, live your life with passion and gratitude. And I'll see you next time. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope you subscribe and share with your friends. And don't forget to tag me on social media when you do. Always remember, lead your life with passionate gratitude. God bless. Until next time.